Welcome to How to Deal When the Shit Gets Real podcast. I'm Rietta. And I'm Connie. And today is our another bonus episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. Because, you know, we went out on a tangent last time. So if you're still here and you're not mad at us for telling you to get hey, your ish no, together. No, no. no. Welcome back. That was, that was a great tangent. We all liked the tangent. Yeah. I like Connie more and I tangent well. So here we are. And we have, tangent and again. We, oh, yes. And we have a lot of uh, great episodes that are going to be coming up. And a great one that just passed. We do. We have, uh, we've got all of the, like two-parters lately we had lauren twice jess is gonna come up and we're gonna have her twice it's gonna be awesome y'all yes. aren't gonna know what to do with yourselves yes she's a great she's a kick yeah i can't wait to edit her episodes i think she's she next i think she's next great i have no, no. idea i leave it up maybe to crit <laughs> yeah i don't know either i'm i pretend like i know because, you know, what do they always, you know, they used to tell our generation, fake it till you make it. So this is me yeah, faking it. We, we've been faking it for a while now. This is our fake I podcast. Mean. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking about, I don't know, like how we could talk about this, but maybe it will work because we both talked to our aunt today and our aunt has dealt with massive amounts of health issues. The poor thing. Um, so just thinking about like the importance of health and taking care of yourself, especially since Connie's literally in her gym gear right now waiting to finish this so she can go muscle it up. Er, you know me. Er. Well, if I don't, if I don't, I might kill somebody now. I've gotten to that point, but I think it's because I was never like this before. I think it's really having an idiot husband and a baby. <laughs> really make you want to go to the gym and not think for a few minutes oh absolutely i've told you a long time ago that like working out was my sanity and with my schedule change too so like i've been testing this week like what works like do i still want to get up at the same time and work in the morning and yesterday i tried to work out in the evening and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna stick with the morning i have way more motivation in the morning i do both there you go because i go for a morning walk and then I go to the gym and do, like, weightlifting and whatnot. See? There you go. Because there's something about, like, being out in nature that I really like for the morning. Yes, I agree. There's nothing like being outside. And especially when you know you're going to be inside all day. Yes, also that. And sitting. Yes. So I always do a morning walk and then a gym routine at, at the end of the day. I haven't had a change yet, but my company started doing like, I forget what they call it, a wellness like check-in or something in the middle of the day where they like everybody does stretches together like on the camera, oh, which I think is so a, cute. Yeah, it's a cute little idea. I haven't had a chance to join it because I've had so many meetings lately, but hopefully at some point I can. They have that at where I work, but it's um, it's like workout classes that you oh, can there you do, go. but like I feel too guilty to take like because they're at super random times of course and i feel and i feel too, too guilty to like in the like randomly you go on a class instead of like mm -hmm. doing it on my off time because it's not just like a 10 minute stretch like it's a 30 to 45 minute workout while yeah. you're working and that's just a weird like thing for me it's like a weird break in the day and i'm like no i'm not about it yeah i think ours is 30 minutes too so, Connie, here's a random question for you. Have you ever had a scary health scare? 
No. No? No, just wait. But that's something I've always been conscious about because your family makes you self-conscious about it. Or my family did. Our family. Because yeah. our family, it was always be skinny and pretty and that's it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was also like you were a little past this generation, but you still got the tail end of it. Like my generation, that's all you saw was Cosmo and everybody was 100 pounds soaking wet and teeny tiny. And you didn't see the people like the variety of people that you see now. Of that's course, not true. shaming people that are skinny. We aren't shaming anybody here. It's just that's what we saw. There wasn't the variety like this generation gets to see of of Lizzo and all sorts of different types of bodies. Like we didn't, there, that didn't, you didn't see that. Everybody was there skinny. Was, there was definitely no pride in it. That's for sure. No, there was not. Not even a little bit. Although I do feel like some of that has gone off like the deep end but like it, yes. I, feel like it, I feel like it's like a spectrum there are people that are just proud of their bodies and then there are people that go above and beyond and I'm like eh. but I'm always like that I'm always in the in the middle like not too yeah crazy yeah. the thing that have you have you heard about like the air it's what it was what I'm specifically thinking of is the airlines are talking about weighing a person and depending on their weight, charging them extra. It's basically like if a person takes up two seats on an airplane, they are going to charge you for your second seat. And people get really pissed off about that. But And then on the other hand, there's other people that are like, well, if I have an extra bag, I have to pay for the baggage. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just... They've been charging people that are bigger for extra seats for a while now from my understanding but i i yeah didn't hear about them weighing people yes and that's like the big controversy now and like they're like why should i have to pay and well if you're over a certain weight i mean i kind of get it like if you're excessive i mean i kind of get it i mean they're trying to make their money you're taking up two seats well, I'm thinking about the person next to you. What the person next to you who's also paying for a seat is supposed to sacrifice their half of the seat for the rest of you? That's also not really fair. No, no, it's not really fair at all. And there, and like I said, there are people who are like the like on both extremes, and I'm kind of just like, oh, we'll see what they actually do. Yeah, because I guess um, China's already started to do it. But as far as I've heard, it's a voluntary thing. You don't have to do it. Yeah, but that would be a hard knows, thing to make people do. Who knows what it'll end up actually being? Yeah, that's true. My only concern with it is people's health. Like, it's your body. You can do what you want. But don't try to betray you're healthy if you're not like if you have high blood pressure or high cholesterol or diabetes or whatever like that's not that's not healthy and you won't it's going to affect your longevity yeah and it's yeah i have to give our aunt a lot of credit um she has been so positive through everything. And I think that was the same thing with Mitch, your brother, too. 
And there's been studies on it that the kind of attitude that you take towards what's happening to you really plays a part in your recovery too. And it's just, it was just nice to hear our aunt talk today and actually sound like positive and happy and like, oh, it's going to be good. Well, you got a better version than I got, but I, oh. <laughs> I still, I still think she was heavily drugged from the hospital when she oh, was yeah, probably because that's exactly how it sounded. Yeah. Well, that's different. Yeah. So I'm sure she would have been more lively if she was more coherent. But I mean, think about your brother, how positive. I mean, of course, he had his moments where he wasn't as positive because, I mean, it's hard. Your whole life is altered. But that positive juju and like, look at him now. He's playing rugby and he's kicking butt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully it's that helps him. I mean, because rugby, I'm sure, is a fucking great outlet for him. Yeah. And it keeps him healthy. Oh, yeah. And it's actually, like, it's really wicked to see. Because there's just so much going on. You're like, wait, what? And, like, they, the other team clearly knew that Mitch was, like, the superior player. Because this one guy would not get off his ass. Like, he was constantly, like, ramming into him. Getting him to, like, stop. Getting him, like, kind of stuck. Yeah. And, it, and, like, just constantly on him. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's how you know. They know Mitch is the good player because good they player. won't yeah. leave him alone. And every time he got out from that guy, like he would end up scoring. Oh, see, yeah, they knew them for sure. I'm sure Mitch is probably very natural because it has similar it's like processes water to water polo. Yeah, but on land, yeah, you know, holding the ball over your head, like all stuff that he's done before. That's literally what I thought. When I saw him first play, I was like, oh, this makes sense. This is water polo in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we have another like health issue on Tom's side of the family, which is going oh so well. I don't even want to get into it. I'm so annoyed. Is it your mother-in-law again? Oh, always. <laughs> always. So always. she's having health scares. You're not having any. Tom's not having well, any. Well, she's also a hypochondriac. She always thinks that she has something and it's never it the last time she thought she had cancer and it was literally no you just have too many blood thinners like they put her on too high of a dose of blood thinner yeah you got to be careful with blood thinners yes i'm actually really glad that i ended up avoiding it for my pregnancy yeah i mean i am too i'm glad you had to do like the least possible i I, all i had to do was take the baby aspirin that's and they easy said enough. That, that, was, that was good enough. Because I was like, do I really need it? And they were like, well, your pregnancy is normal. Um, and you're not like bleeding or anything. Like, I can't remember what like her reasoning was, but it's because we only have the one genetic marker, not two. Yes. And then, don't have it was, mm-hmm. and then it was like, well, if you have a C-section, you definitely have to take the blood thinners. But I never had a section, so it was fine. There you go. Okay. Um. I myself have never had a medical scare, but I'm pretty sure I came close to dying. (laughs) Was that when your bra strap killed you? No. I mean, my bra did try to kill me, but no. It was when I was hiking in Hawaii, and it was my own fault, but I, you know how it is, you always should go back the same way you came, and I tried to go down a different way, and then I tried to turn around when I was already like going down face first, and Uh I was like, this is about it. So then I fell, and I bounced on my butt. But there was a le- there was a 
ledge not far from where I stopped. It's only your butt. Yeah, but I have a permanent dent in my butt to remind me that I'm still alive. Seriously? Yeah, because I hit bad. Oh, you should have seen the bruise. If I never showed you, I will show you. (laughs) It was bad. Oh my I God. had bruises on my butt. I had them on my fingers. I've never had bruises on my fingers before. I had scratches on like my forehead from like where a little tiny tree like got me because it pulled my hat off. I had a. I used to always hike with a hat on. My friends were screaming. They were like, Rietta, no, like saying my oh name God. and yelling stop would have stopped me. But thankfully, I had cat like reflexes and I stuck my leg out onto a tree and I stopped myself. But if I'd gone oh, off that ledge, good. I would have I would have dropped probably 500 oh to 1000 feet. And then you were like, haha, never doing that again. Never Learned doing that again. My lesson. It was my Ooh. birthday too. So, you know. Oh, it was you were you were on a start. You were just whoop. Yeah, I was on a start, but I survived. Here I am. I'm sure everybody has had some sort of like near death experience or thought they were gonna die experience. So Well, I mean, I didn't thought I was gonna die but my did my hair did catch on fire at church like that is the most infamous story of me that like the church still talks about that you like like, I am the girl that the candles so we were doing the candlelight like tree lighting ceremony and it was too cold outside we went inside and my hair caught fire and then the two I ran around in a circle and then the two pastors patted me out I wasn't even wearing any um like hairspray i didn't have anything in my hair um and my the person the lady who cuts my hair normally who's a family friend had no clue my hair ever even caught on fire isn't that wild that is wild yeah so um they still talk about me as the person that's the reason why we can't have real candles (laughs) at church like thank you guys and like every year if i am at any christmas or close to christmas service pastor ray would always point me out because it was him and pastor letigar who patted me out I was going to say, Pastor Lettergar has been gone. Like, I figured the story would go I was, with him. I, I was like five. Now, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how old I was. I was not Still, five. you were little. Than five. I was littler, though. But, yeah. And it was just amazing, though, that you couldn't find, even afterward, like right after, you couldn't find any damage. I didn't have a bald spot. You could not well, find any At least they got it out hair. quick enough. That's yeah, good. I, but how was there no damage? Oh, Lord knows. He's the well, he protected my hair, apparently. You were in church. Lord only knows. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I thought I our family was bad about, like, not letting stories go because I've heard certain stories from our aunts and stuff, like, so many times. It's ridiculous. So it's I'm funny that. You didn't, I'm surprised you didn't hear that story. Nope. Did not hear that Maybe story. you did a while, like, a long time ago. You just don't yeah. remember. That could be possible. No, I just get the same stories from our aunts over and over again. They they can't drop anything. No, they can't. Nope. And on that note, this is how to deal when shit gets real. We'll see you all next episode.